Hello and welcome to Through Tamara's Eyes, the podcast. I'm Tamara and this is my podcast. Now this is going to be episode four and if you have listened to the previous episode, Bullying at University, um, you will know that I did say that I was going to make a part two to that one because I think there's a lot more things to be said. If you haven't listened to that, please go and listen to that one first and then come back to this one. Okay, so let's get right into it. (laughs) Okay, so this episode is going to be about my university experience in general. Okay, so the first half I will talk about Leicester University, and then I will talk about my experience after that at a different university. Okay, so I would say that Leicester University is quite a good university. I don't know what the official ranking is, but I do know that back in the day, because it was many moons ago, when I did apply through UCAS, I did know that it was a quite reputable university, especially for the course that I wanted to study. Um, But to be honest, I would say go with your gut instinct because... When I did go and visit at the open day, I just got a bad vibe from Leicester University. I went there and I was like, the campus is strange. I just have a weird feeling, like a weird vibe. And I don't normally like to talk about the vibe because vibes can be wrong sometimes. But that was my gut instinct was that I didn't really like it there. And I was only going there because a relative told me that I should go because it was a good university it was a good course so obviously being young and impressionable that did influence me to go and also maybe because I didn't have a strong plan b that's probably why I went there so I ended up going there and initially everything was okay um did I like the halls I mean it was in OB and that is like a kind of rural kind of countryside-esque type (laughs) I would say of um area there's not really much to do in old bay it's one of those areas that it's just all bush it's just all green you know but then there's nothing really there apart from the campuses it's quite isolated until you go into the city where that's where everything's happening so I was living there and did I like it I don't think I did no I mean it was different going to a different kind of area because I always lived in the inner city um in Birmingham but then going there I know it's only down the road but in that particular area it was quite different and then also the accommodation it was small and my room at home wasn't that big um but then to move into a halls that I didn't don't think I did get the chance to see how it was it must have looked better in pictures because it was literally a box room and then it was an ensuite but the toilet was like a little pod it was one of those pod things and the toilet was right next to the shower and it just it was very very small so there was that and then there was also what else about the accommodation can I think of so I was self-catering so we had a group of girls on one floor 
uh, which is good, you know, in terms of safety, I guess. Um, and sharing, yeah, interesting. When you're meeting new people, there's always that thing of, are you going to get on? Are you not going to get on? Are you going to make friends? Are you not going to make friends? And I didn't really make friends with anyone in my um, accommodation. That too tough anyway. There was a girl that I did um, get along with and we went out every now and again. But the others just, yeah, just were different people and just doing different things and yeah, it wasn't a case of, I felt like I could go and talk to them, they could come and talk to me, we just went about our business, and said hello here and there, that was it, forced, that was the word, forced, forced communication, so, um, apart from the accommodation, so yeah, I didn't really like that, but I would say, when I did have visitors, like my friends, and my family, and then my boyfriend at the time, it did make it better, made it more homely. And I tried to make it as homely as possible with whatever I could do, put little posters up or whatever. Okay. So when I went now coming to the course now, the course was a psychology course and it was interesting again. Interesting because it was one of those things where there's a lot of people on the course and I don't know I would I would just say that in my personal experience I didn't really gel with anybody like that and I kind of felt that it, it was more than just not liking people or people being different to you it was more a case of there's something wrong here and that's what happened there was something wrong because even when it came to the um staff the staff weren't very nice there was I remember one lecturer there was one lecturer I think his name was Jose (laughs) and if he's still there that'll be crazy because it's been it was years but he was a Spanish guy and his name was Jose and he was really lovely but then others there was this other teacher like now quite a few of the teachers the lecturers they were very pompous and they were all white as usual um, with a sprinkling of, I think, maybe, like, third-year students that were from minority ethnic backgrounds, but they were all white, could not relate to them, quite pompous, very, like, they're the type to look you up and down, basically, and as a lecturer, you shouldn't be doing that, as a psychological, psychology lecturer, you shouldn't be doing that, like, how can you be a psychology lecturer and be giving out um, bad energy and looking people up and down? Like, you're in the wrong career, mate. Like, no. So, all of those things now. And then, in addition to that, the bullying as well just made me feel like, why am I here? Like, why am I here? I know my worth. I know I deserve more. I know this ain't my calling. And I know that it's one of those things where, even if you have the right attitude with all those things going on, it is a lot to deal with from the accommodation to not really taking to anybody and to having like poor relationships with your lecturers it's just a lot for one person to deal with so now coming on to the friend side because a lot of people look at university as an example of okay this is the time where I'm going to make friends so the first one now is 
I didn't really enjoy I just because I didn't really enjoy it I think I was quite down very early on I was very happy at the initial start maybe for the first two weeks where everyone's getting to know each other but then it was a case of people just stuck with the same people that they were from uni from college or people from the same cities just people that they would normally hang around with and it's like okay that's fine but people like me that I'm from like basically most of the people most of the black people especially were from London like literally 90% of the black people that I encountered were from London and I'm sure it was about 90% or 80% they were African as well and growing up in Birmingham it was a case of obviously I'm a Brummie and um, most of the people were Caribbean so I've never felt isolated amongst my own black people ever come to uni now I'm like one of the only ones that are not from London I'm not African either I just felt really isolated and I didn't feel like accepted even amongst black people and I've never felt that before in my life so it was very shocking for me and I think on top of that there was a lot of like inside jokes and stuff like I just didn't really understand coming from different cultures but now obviously my perspective is different but I would still say you know other people have experience that like there's other youtubers that have experienced that whilst being at university like i think a famous youtuber that has spoken about it is makai mcdermott she's an amazing youtuber um and she's spoken about her experience as a black caribbean being at university and feeling like where are the other caribbeans like it's very dominated by particularly western people from west africa and it can feel like when they're having their events and having their little banter and stuff, like, can't relate or like, okay, I'm here too, you know what I mean? Like, and then because you're like one of the only Caribbeans there, that you are now expected to represent all Caribbeans and it's a lot on your shoulders, do you get what I mean? And it's, it's not fair. And what made it worse is that people were pretending like it's me when clearly you can see that there's this division and the fact that, I'm not the same as you and I'm not being treated the same because of that and it's like is it not obvious that you are all in your comfort zone and you have the nerve to now treat me as if I need to be doing this and I need to be trying harder when all you're literally doing is showing up and you're gluing yourself to your security blanket which is people from the same background or the same city as you and you're gluing yourself to that and you have the nerve to now you have the nerve to now judge me and tell me that I need to come out of my comfort zone. This is what I mean. Like I was dealing with so much hypocrisy, just a lot of noise, like and because I knew it was bullshit, because I knew that if other people actually took themselves out of their comfort zone, they would not be so confident. But I'm now being project I'm now being a projection of somebody else's insecurities by them telling me I need to do this, this and that. And the only reason why you're doing this, this and that is because you've got your little security blanket. People from your college, people from, you know, the same background as you. And I don't have that. I literally, I didn't really know anyone there. I don't, I'm not one of them people that are like, oh, my friend studied this. I'm going to come and follow you. You get what I mean? Like, no, like, I'm not living for nobody else. And a lot of people were intimidated by that because 
they knew that they couldn't say the same about themselves. The only reason why they went to a university is because the other person was going to university or the only reason why they did this course is because my friend did this course. And it's very good and well being like, okay, having friends that support you that are in the same direction as you. But then at the same time, it's like, how far is that authentic that is that is what you want to do do you get what I mean like it just seems very convenient and that is a, the operative word convenience I feel like a, friendships were made out of convenience out of comfort and it's fine you can do that to make yourself your life easier and you can do that to help you to navigate through things but then don't come and judge me and say I need to be doing this this and that and I need to try harder when you're living a very cushy life, you're, you're like sailing through things, you're not really working that hard, you're just doing what everyone else is doing in your little group, like, so, this is why I personally respect anybody that stands on their own and doesn't just follow what their friends are doing, because it's easy to do that, and, yeah, I would say that's the main thing about Leicester University, because I've spoken about the bullying, I've spoken about the accommodation, lack of friends, and, as you can tell it just sounds very depressing doesn't it yeah so <laughs> obviously I was very low and I knew that I didn't want to stay there was not really one redeeming factor like even okay even if I liked the course I didn't even like the course there because of the teachers and I just felt like I wasn't learning anything new and the course itself it was quite clinical and I was more interested in the social or and well-being side of psychology so I was like nah statistics nah forget it forget about it I ain't doing this, life is short, I'm not going to come and kill myself for a psychology degree, just to say that I've got a psychology degree, like, no, like, <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to do it, so, yeah, so, that was my university experience at Leicester, and I'm going to take a short interlude, and then I'll be back for my experience at a different university, and some of you who know me will know what that is. But if you're interested, just hang on and then I'll be coming back to talk about that one. Hello and welcome back to this episode, episode four. And I'm going to get into part two of my university experience. Okay, now... So when I left university, I left, when I left Leicester, I decided that I wanted to do something different. So I signed up for this international volunteering program and I got accepted, thankfully. And the reason behind why I wanted to do something like that and not just go to a different university straight away is because that year at Leicester University was very traumatic for me like as you heard like it was quite traumatic and depressing and I just wanted I I felt that I should do something for myself that nobody else told me to do and just to kind of challenge myself and do something different because while I'm academic um there's also a side of me that likes to kind of challenge myself in doing things that things I'm interested in I like to push myself in those things and try something new and I think that scheme at the time which is um ICS and I went with the charity VSL um they are a 
government funded government funded organization i think um and it's government funded for 18 to 25 year olds and i think it's still running now so if you're interested just have a look at the ics website i think it's just ics.org.uk or something like that or just type in ics um international citizen service on google and then you should bring you to the website so yeah because i wanted to do something new and um i don't even know how i came across it how did i come across it i don't know it's just one of those things that just came to me it must have been the universe speaking to me like tomorrow here's your blessing you know do something for you relax don't worry about studying for now you know take it take a little break <laughs> but yeah um so yeah i did that and then when I came back, I will talk about that in a different episode because I don't want to stray too much. So when I came back, I went to a Nottingham Trent University. And this is actually crazy because follow your gut instinct. <laughs> and it's crazy because remember how I said earlier on in this episode that follow your gut instinct. Because when I went to Leicester University for the open day, when I was in um, sixth form, I really didn't like it and I didn't like the vibe. Tell me why I went to Nottingham one time with my friend um, um, because she was going to visit the University of Nottingham and then a few of us went down with her. Tell me why I fell in love with Nottingham. And I didn't even go and see Nottingham Trent campus. I went to the University of Nottingham. And I was like, this was nice. This is nice as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just went to Nottingham and the vibe was, the vibe was it. Like, something in me just really took well to Nottingham. And I loved it. And I kind of um, wished that I applied. Because I think, I don't know if it was too late or something. There was a reason why I didn't apply for Nottingham. But if I could have done it over again after uh, going to that open day, then I probably never would have gone to Leicester, honestly. And that could have changed a lot of things for me. So, yeah, follow your gut instinct, guys. And, yeah, because I ended up in Nottingham. I love Nottingham. I hated Leicester. I left Leicester. Look at that. Look at that. And I know, like, your gut instinct is sometimes wrong because sometimes it's like a trauma response and it's not necessarily that this thing is bad for you um, or this thing is good for you. But in this instance, yeah, <laughs> I definitely should have followed my gut instinct because I liked what I liked and I didn't like what I didn't like. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, Nottingham Trent University initially in first year oh yeah I got my own place I was like after that experience at um Leicester University I ain't sharing with nobody nobody (laughs) so I got my own um little place um student student accommodation and it was quite expensive but I just felt like it was worth it it was worth the peace of mind I didn't have to do no crazy flatmates no possibly dirty flatmates no drama didn't have to worry about like just walking on eggshells you know what I mean because I think after that little time away I just realized like 
I'm the most important person here. Do you know what I mean? Like, as Generation Z would say, I'm the main character. Yeah, so I realised that I'm the main character. And then I was just like, why am I worried about all these making friends that I'm probably not going to be friends with or this other business? And it's like, it's me, like, what I like, what I want to do, what I feel comfortable with. So I got my own place and I loved it. I loved the... I loved the um fact that I could just be myself, be free, don't have to worry about any of those things. Um I did get lonely sometimes, but I did get a job as well. I got a part time job at KFC. <laughs> I was living the glamorous life working at KFC, yeah. And um yeah, so that kept me busy most of the time to be honest. Working at KFC and studying as well. Um yeah, so I really enjoyed it, and I I kind of found myself somehow, like, even deeply, even more deeper, even more, even deeply, you know, <laughs> I found myself even deep, more, Lord God, I can't talk, I found myself even more deeply, Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> then I had ever before, like, I felt so in tune with myself. I felt like everything that I'd been through and everything that I'd experienced, it was a part of this journey. Do you get what I mean? And it's not saying that what I went through or the traumatic experiences should have happened because they shouldn't, nobody should be bullied or treated badly. But what I'm saying is that because of that, like, I was able to kind of take the positives from that and then um, be in tune with myself even greater, which is a positive thing, you know, that even though it shouldn't have happened in the first place. You get what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. In terms of the course now, I studied um, Spanish and teaching. And the reason behind that is because I'd always been interested in languages. And I'd learned French uh, before up to... I did French at A-level. And Spanish... I just... I don't know. What what made me interested in Spanish? I think it's because I wanted to challenge myself, yeah. I was on this whole thing. I want to challenge myself. And also the program that was on was like an accelerated beginners program. So you didn't have to have studied Spanish before. And it was so funny because the people on my course, like, when it, when I said beginners, we were beginners. <laughs> we were proper beginners, like... And it was funny because, like, we're at big university and we're there learning the basics of Spanish. But it was a very intense course and I wouldn't change it because I think that it's one of those things where I realised that the people that were on the course were kind of like me, similar, like, quite free and don't really follow what everyone else is doing. They don't really just want to do the typical courses they kind of want to I don't know do something different they were kind of a bit quirky and I, I liked that because I kind of see myself as one of those people like a free thinker you know what I mean 
um and the lecturers as well they were really nice the um yeah they were really nice and like eccentric oh there was one though no there was one that was very um he was strange like you know those ones that you can tell that they're just stressed and they're going through something and i'm gonna be sympathetic because we all go through it i went through it but it got to the point now where he was like clearly projecting onto me and I felt like well no there was one time oh my god I swear to god there was one time I went into his room to ask him about something I gave him my folder the man slammed my folder down the man slammed my folder down why did he slam my folder down it's a good thing I'm not one of these people that will react so quickly like in anger like that because that could have gone really badly do you know what I mean um so I think he left the university actually after that year for some strange um yeah some personal thing but yeah there was that that lecturer which was weird but I think um yeah, the other lectures were nice. Personal tutors, they were fine. All nice. And the campus as well. Like, although I was, because I was in Clifton, although it was like another rural kind of area similar to Oldby, it wasn't as, I don't feel like it was, it was more relatable, put it that way. Like, I feel like the people that lived there were more relatable. It just didn't really seem like a bush, even though it was a bush. It's strange. It was strange, even though there wasn't really much in Clifton. Um, oh no, yeah, there was actually, yeah, that's what made it different. Although it was kind of like rural and there was a lot of green and stuff like that, there was more to do in Clifton than Oldby. Yeah, there was, definitely. So, I think that's what I liked about it. Um, yeah, it was just quiet campus, no drama, nothing, just, oh, like, this is what I came to university for, I didn't come for the drama, I didn't come for the bullying, I didn't come for fake people, fake friends, like, I didn't come for that bullshit, like, I came to just have a nice, peaceful experience, and that's what I got, not again, and it wasn't all roses, like, there were, I think, some moments that I didn't really appreciate but then at the same time they were nowhere near as bad like I didn't experience bullying like that at um, Nottingham and that could be partly to do with um, the fact that I was more in tune with myself and not really worried about making friends to be honest I was I wasn't making I wasn't um, worried about making friends at all like I made a few friends at work and um, my people on my course they were all right you know high and by but I wasn't worried about making friends like that and I think that was the crucial difference I think at Leicester I was more worried about making friends with people that didn't want to basically come out of their comfort zone so it's like what is the point you know what I mean so um and that I think that is a bit of advice that I would give to anybody at university although you can go there with an open mind and think that you know people are gonna be as open-minded as you like a lot of people won't be a lot of people maybe they've had a 
their advice from their sisters or their friends saying don't make friends with everyone or blah 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 only stick to these people blah 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 so some people do come in that into university with that kind of mindset so when people are maybe offish with you and not very open towards you and they seem to just be quite cliquey then don't really take that personally because obviously if you're being like open-minded and you genuinely want to make friends and they're just looking at it as you're not going to be in my circle that's not your fault do you get what I mean so yeah um Nottingham Nottingham yeah so I was there for a few years I graduated everything was peachy I mean I had a few medical issues um but the university were very supportive with that and what else happened there yeah I think the next um um the years after first year I did live oh why have I forgot this part oh my I live with a few girls, yeah. Um, so one girl each time, yeah. And um, yeah, it was um interesting. It was very interesting. Yeah. So I did have some issues with cleanliness with some of the um other girls and that was the main issue really because as I said before I wasn't really interested in making friends so it was kind of like as long as you clean up after yourself and you know you just use your common sense we will be cool you know what I mean but there was one girl that like, I lived with and because this was just like a um a random thing like you choose your room or whatever and then whoever you live with is whoever you live with and it was this girl, I can't believe that she was so filthy. Like, you know, you hear of horror stories at university. This girl was filthy. She would leave her um, her food there for days and it would just be grimy. And I'm not over-exaggerating when I said it. I wish I took pictures because I don't, did I take pictures? But it just ended up really <laughs> with me trying to have a, a sit-down conversation with her and she saying that I'm being frigging passive-aggressive passive aggressive girl <laughs> so I'm being passive aggressive okay I left a few notes but you know they weren't malicious notes they were just like can you please clean up your mess you know what I mean if that's passive aggressive then god help me because I just thought it was common sense for you to clean up after yourself clearly you know, not common sense is not all that common as they say in it but yeah so I had issues with that but that was really just her than the other two yeah it was mm, girls in it you have to just remember a lot of girls can be bitchy and some of it you have to excuse because we can be emotional and stuff and hormonal and we can be like that you know what I mean and exaggerate for no reason and stuff but we can be bitchy a lot of the time and I think <laughs> there's there was just a lot of just a little bitchiness, nothing that bad, as nothing as bad as in Nesta, but just a little bit of kindness here and there, and, um, yes, girls in it, and I, I don't even like saying it, but sometimes it's true, like, girls can be bitchy, and it just is true, but if I compare it to my experience at Leicester, it was nowhere near, like, as bad, the Leicester one was a lot of jealousy and people pretending that you're the one that's jealous of them 
when they're clearly the one that's jealous of you because the girls that I think I had issues with were quite superficial and they were only really worried about looks and as I said before in my previous episode I had my own style I was bigger then so obviously I'm not gonna be like posing with them and oh what dress are you wearing and all this all that superficial stuff you know what I mean so that immediately made me a target and I would say on my end while we're kind of going around going back backwards now but (laughs) it's just made me remember on my end I would say that I did kind of feed into that a bit because I'm one of those people that although I'm not the most vocal I would definitely at least subtly stand up for myself you know what I mean and it might not always be me shouting or me raising my voice but you will know if I take a disliking to you or I find something that you do like I don't really vibe with it do you know what I mean so things that I would do would be like I would give you people looks I'd give people yeah I'll give people looks I admit that I'll give people looks if I feel like they were a bit iffy and then like girls that kind of um hung around with why is it that girls yeah the same girls that are shouting women empower women empowerment yeah and the same girls that are hanging around with the trash guys that don't even treat women well like the guys only treat you well because they fancy you they only treat you well because they fancy you how do they treat other girls do they only treat girls that they attractive well but then girls that they're not attracted to like they find find them an excuse to um talk down to them if that was my friend you wouldn't be my friend anymore like and I I find it very strange that you can have all these morals and say this that and the other and you should do this and you should do that but you're literally hanging around with trash every day you're choosing to hang around with trash and there was a case an incident when um, I can recall that when I um, was uh, walking to had did one of my papers, one of the guys, ugh, one of the boys, sorry, let me correct myself, <laughs> one of the boys um, was looking at me and sniggering, um, sniggering, whatever, I don't know, he must have said something to her, but she like, she just said no and then she walked off. Like, so he must have said something bad, didn't it? But then next thing I know, she's still walking around all pally-pally with him. And then the girl's got attitude with me. And I'm thinking, how can you have attitude with me when you've seen him mistreat me? It makes no sense. Do you know what I mean? And that's the reason why, like, for example, I had issues with some girls. Because I looked at them like, you can do so much better. But the same girls, like, they're being blinded by the fact that these boys are nice to them. But the boys are only nice to them because they fancy you. They're happy to be in the friend zone because they're there secretly perving on you. And I think some of them know that as well. But they'd rather have little puppy dogs running around after them than to like be seen as a loner or whatever like I'm a lo- I'll be a loner like any day like I ain't gonna deal with that hypocrisy I ain't gonna have that hanging over my head no sir um I would say also with Leicester University yeah I might as well just go back now because I'm already there um because I was so low I just felt like 
sometimes I just felt like, what is the point with, with people? Do you know what I mean? So I like I cancelled plans and maybe that made me a bit like not really what's the word? Where people don't want to hang around you. Um not as approachable. But I'm sorry, but a lot of the time you caused it. You know what I mean? So it's like saying, oh, you should just be happy and you should be like this and whatever. But how am I going to be happy realistically? Who's going to be happy when they're being bullied or they're being picked on or made to feel like you don't belong here? Am I really going to have um, smiles and rainbows on my face? No, I'm not. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be depressed. You know what I mean? Especially if I don't have support, especially if I don't have the validation that I need. Like, And then when it came to friends as well, like the few people that... I did talk to more than others. Um, I just felt like they were kind of looking the other way to things, like, because the examples that I had, that I experienced about bullying, a lot of them were in front of people that other people could see, and the, the campus was quite small, so news would travel. So the fact that you are very aware that, something's not right and maybe I'm not being treated well and you're just looking the other way or even victimising me making me feel like um, oh it's me it's my fault I need to do this or I need to be more like this or whatever that's victim blaming and it's very satirical like it's very ironic that these a lot of these people are studying psychology when it's like Okay, as I said before, um, you know, it's crazy because those same people now, they'll probably look back on that and then see a lot of things, a lot of examples quite differently now that they've studied the psychology because you have to remember in year one of studying um, a subject, you are not an expert, you are not certified, you know, you are not experienced. So how you would have acted then and now you're seeing that, okay, maybe that person was a victim of bullying, that's why they retracted, that's why they kind of went into themselves, that's why they changed their behaviour. I mean, that is very obvious now, like... So, yeah, I'm talking a lot. If my voice is getting... My mouth's getting dry. I'm talking, talk, talk. Enough. I think that is basically the basics of it. Um, Do I want to talk more about Nottingham University? <sighs> I could say a bit more, but it's just long. If I do, I'll, I'll speak by on the next episode. But if not... That was basically the crux of it all. Um, And yeah, my experience at Nottingham, Trent University, was a lot better than my experience at Leicester University, if you haven't got that gist already. (laughs) But yeah, guys, so that's a bit more about me. And throughout these um, episodes, you will find out more and more about me. And that is what I'm um, hoping to achieve. So yeah, thanks for listening and I hope you tune in for the next episode of Through Tomorrow's Eyes, the podcast. Take care. Bye.